Hola, hola! What's up, guys? Trying out new intros. Trying out new intros. My name is Sarah Smith, and welcome to episode two of Raw Intentions. It is currently Thursday, July 7th, on a lovely afternoon in Basalt, Colorado, which for those of y'all that don't know is like 30, 45 minutes outside of Aspen. I'm currently at my friend Bailey's family's ranch and we were in Crested Butte last weekend, camping all weekend for 4th of July and came straight here afterwards. It was such a fun weekend. We had a blast. It was wildflower season. We camped for four days. We came back absolutely haggard. I still don't think I've fully recovered from sleeping on the ground for four days, but it was so much fun and I feel like I've just been able to camp so much this summer, which has been such a dream. Anywho, we'll dive right into this episode, but before that, I just wanted to preface it a little bit. So this episode is for my single girls for the most part. And I feel like I make this pretty clear, but I don't want anyone to feel like I'm like yelling at you to get the fuck up and be happy and enjoy being single because it's so great and blah, 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 blah. Listen, I get it. And I know that being single isn't always fun. I am single. So anything I say in this episode, I'm coming from a level playing field. I'm right there with you. And I want you to know that I empathize with you with every emotion that comes with being single and the ride that it comes with. And being single is just a season it's longer for some people it's shorter for some people it comes in waves and it doesn't ever really permanently go away I think we have to relearn to be single in many different phases of our lives in many different ways so I think it's something that we always want to make sure that we're okay with but I don't want to dismiss the fact that being single is really fucking hard So all that to say, it's okay if you're sad sometimes. It's okay if you want a boyfriend so badly and you hate being single. This episode is to try to arm you with the tools to make the most out of this single season of your life and to remind you and empower you that it's okay and that you're not alone and that there's so many amazing positive things about being single. So anyways, I just wanted to preface that. We're gonna dive right in. Hope y'all enjoy it and let's do it. This episode is for my single ladies or if you are in a relationship or you've been in a relationship for a long time and you want to make sure, you know, that you're checking in with yourself and maybe not putting yourself first because I don't know if you're supposed to do that in a relationship because I don't really know how to be in a relationship, but um, this could be a good episode for you to check back in with yourself and make sure that you're not, I guess, losing yourself in your relationship because I know that that happens to some people sometimes. I know for me, when I was in a relationship last time, I dated on and off all through college, which everyone always says, don't go into college with a boyfriend and I'm here to tell you do not fucking go into college with a boyfriend it is so dumb um nothing against my ex-boyfriend but like college is just supposed to be a shit show and it was a shit show in the best way and I was just a terrible girlfriend I mean I don't think either of us were perfect and you know there was some cheating going on not um on my end but when I look back and I think about like the kind of girlfriend I was I literally just wanted to like do hood shit with my friends like I did not care and paid no mind to my boyfriend so I was not a good girlfriend by any means so yeah I know that a lot of y'all on Ron rebellious. I've talked about being single before and I know a lot of people struggle with it and I struggle with it sometimes too. You know, I look around and so many people that I know are in a relationship. I'm from the South, from Alabama, as I've said before, and lived in Atlanta for a couple years after college. Went to Auburn, which is very much a ring by spring kind of school. Not for everyone, but for a lot of people. And that's just never really been my stitch. Like, my parents aren't from the South and so they've never really put pressure on me to settle down young, but there is still that pressure just as a woman. Um, I think, you know, being single 
you feel that pressure, whether people mean it or not, it's just kind of always there. You know, I've had all of the, you know, apologetic, pitiful looks when people ask me who I'm seeing or if I'm dating anyone and I say no, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then you think, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why are they pitying me, you know? And I think that that's absolutely appalling. And, you know, maybe I'm not in the place where I want to be married or start having kids or engage or whatever. And I actually went on a date with this guy uh, last year. Someone like set me up through Ron Rebellious, which is hilarious with this random guy. Great guy, didn't work out. And we were just sitting there talking about, you know, how like we're both very comfortable being single. We're not doing the whole dating app thing right now. Like we're not necessarily looking for a boyfriend, girlfriend, but if the right person came along, then we would open that space in our lives. And he said something interesting, which for some reason stuck with me. Uh, He said his parents got married later in life, um, like in their forties, I think. And his dad always told him something that kind of stuck with him. No one will ever tell you that they wish they got married sooner. Mic drop. Moment of silence. And that might not resonate with y'all as much as it resonated with me, but holy fucking shit, it resonated with me so hard. Like, if you ask someone, even someone that's married, like someone our age, your parents, whatever, and you ask them, do you wish that you got married sooner than you did? I don't think they would say that they do. I think they would either be really happy with their timing. They're like, no, I love the timing of when I got married. Like, it was amazing and how it was supposed to be, and I'm so happy and in love. Or they might tell you that they wish that they had waited a little bit longer to get married and continued to, like, you know, just date. And also, let me just say that so many of my friends that are in relationships always tell me that they live vicariously through me and all my dickhead stuff that I do. And I'm not saying that they're, you know, jealous or that they want my life or maybe they do. I have no idea. The grass is always greener and don't waste this period of your life wishing it away because you're going to want it back when you do find the love of your life. So moral of this short story and rant, I guess, no one wishes they got married sooner. So don't rush it. You know, like even the people that are married, I don't think they would be like, oh fuck, if only we got married a year earlier, because why, why would you want that? Like you're already dating. So you're already together. Like there's no reason to get married any sooner. And listen, I have friends in the most beautiful, loving, amazing devoted relationships with their soulmates and I am so incredibly happy for them. So let me just say this one time, nothing in this episode is to shade anyone in a relationship. We are each on our own timelines and living our own truths. Please don't take this as me coming from a stance of anti-love or anti-relationships. I literally love love so much. I am such a hopeless romantic and I'm not one of those girls, which it's fine if you are, that I'm like, I don't want a man. I don't want to get married. I don't want a relationship. I 200% want those things for myself one day. So please take my words how you want, interpret it how you want. I just wanted to say that one time. And you know, I've seen people settle and I know that people do settle. And I think that just kind of comes from settling because you think you're supposed to be with someone and you don't think that there's anyone else out there. And when that becomes your norm, you think that that's okay. When I'm chasing like the best of the best and I want to be picky, even though my own father once told me that I was too picky, which I feel like is the opposite of what he's supposed to say. So yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in a relationship. And you know, over the years, I've definitely gone back and forth in that. Uh, Most of it has been by choice. Like I've stayed single by choice. That's not to say that I've been rejected a time or five and I can get into rejection in another podcast. But for the most part, yes, I've been single by choice. And could I be married if I wanted to be? Sure. There's plenty of guys out there that have showed me interest that I haven't been interested in that didn't check all the boxes that I wanted them to check. And I have like a thousand fucking boxes. I'm at a place in my life where I love it so much and I love myself and I love my friends that I would never add some into my life that doesn't just completely add to my life, that doesn't add to me, that doesn't make me better, that doesn't add value and happiness to my life. And let me say that again. I will not add someone 
in my life a relationship. I will not have a boyfriend unless he 200% adds to my life, adds happiness to my life, and doesn't take anything away. I've been in a relationship where we fought a lot, and I thought that was normal. I thought we were just being honest with each other. That is not normal. You're not supposed to fight like that, and I can't stress this enough. I have so many friends in amazing relationships that are so happy all the time, and of course you're going to get in arguments, and of course you're going to fight, and of course you're going to go through things. That's not what I'm saying, but if you are fighting the majority of the time, and you're not like happy and just like loving each other, I don't think it's worth it. Life is way too fucking short. Like you don't want to spend your life upset and not feeling fulfilled and not feeling valued by someone. So that is why I'm holding out for the perfect person because I'm not willing to settle. I want, I want the best. And I'm going to say something so annoying right here. Your time will come. And I can say that and not be annoying because I am right there with you waiting on my time in the trenches of dating and dating apps and meeting guys in person that say they're 6'2", but they're actually 5'10", with a receding hairline. It's so annoying when our friends and relationships are like, just play yourself out there and like, your time will come. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, bitch, you don't know what it's like out here, okay? It's hard. And it's so easy to feel like you want to give in and feel like you want to settle, especially when you have that shrinking feeling of feeling behind and unlovable when everyone around you is finding their person. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. That is literally story of my life. Guys, I fucking get it. But please know, truly, your time will come. I don't want any of you to settle, okay? Please don't settle. And when I was living in the South, surrounded by engagement parties and friends having babies on purpose. I got the fuck out of there. Yeah, I lived in Atlanta for a while and I mean, for me, pickings were kind of slim. The whole like finance bro, golf polo vibe just wasn't really for me. I'm more into the, you know, scruffy, homeless looking, but actually showers and does have a home and a job. Um, Just like the mountain man vibe, outdoorsy type. So yeah, taking myself out of that environment of being surrounded by people in relationships and just in a completely different phase of life that I was, was the best thing I could have done for myself. Moving to Denver, I'm around so many more like-minded people. Changing something as simple as your geography can't help. And look, I'm not pigeonholing the South either. I know that this can happen anywhere. This is just my personal experience. So please know if you are feeling really lonely and out of place and you've tried dating and it's just not for you, you haven't really met your person, you always have the power to change that and change your surroundings. Another thing, date. Date a lot. I still feel like there's weird judgy stigmas against dating apps. And I say fucking do it. I've done dating apps in Atlanta. Not as much in Denver, but I did when I first moved here because I didn't know anyone and I thought it would just be an easy way to meet people. Also, the ratio in Denver, ladies, is fucking phenomenal. I mean, half the time they're out in the mountains so you can't find them. But like the girl to guy ratio is in fucking sane. Uh, they call it Menver uh, for a reason because there are just so many men. I'm not saying they're all quality men, but men nonetheless. And truly, the more you date, you not only learn so much about yourself, but you also learn about what you want and what you don't want. I mean, for a while, I thought I wanted this like artsy indie man that could, you know, just paint me in the nude and put flowers in my hair. A fucking Pinterest board, essentially. I don't know where I got this idea from. And I went on a date with a guy that was super artsy and creative. And you know what? I realized I didn't even like that. I want a fucking man. I want someone that can fix a leaky sink and hang shit up and throw me around like a rag doll and explain the rules of the sports event that we're watching because I don't know fucking dick about sports. But I wouldn't know that if I didn't take chances and go on dates and do dating apps and do all these things, you got to date a lot, I think, to figure out really what you want. And yes, you do meet a lot of duds and it's frustrating and you start over and whatever. But like, you have funny stories. And I'm still trying different flavors of men. I mean, some of them are absolutely delicious while others make me want to literally vomit. And you get to say that you tried, that you put yourself out there. And who knows what's going to happen? Who knows who you're going to meet? You could meet a guy and then maybe he has really hot friends and it doesn't work out with him. But then you go to a party and meet his roommate or his brother or his cousin or his best 
best friend and then you can have sex with him instead. You know, you just, you never really know. And even the worst guys that I've been with have had really cool qualities, whether they were just like qualities in bed, like things that I really liked or maybe like something about their personality. I can like pinpoint so many things from all the guys that I've dated and I can start to create this like amazing, perfect person that I want. And the more I can like visualize that and get specific on exactly what I want, the more likely it is to happen. Like that's pure manifestation right there. And look, dating is hard. It's exhausting and it sucks sometimes. And I seriously am so proud of you for trying. I really am. And I'm speaking about this, like I said, from your level, from the experiences you're living and the same emotions that you're listening to this from. I can totally relate because I am single too, sister, and I am out there fouting around just like you are. Solidarity, I promise. It ain't easy and I know that. So I see you and I validate you and I know that this is really hard. And rejection is really hard too. The back and forth, getting your hopes up is hard. And things not working out when you really want them to is hard. And I look back on guys that I've talked to or like really liked or relationships that I wanted to work out and didn't. And every time, every single motherfucking time when I'm looking back at those, I'm like, well, no shit that didn't work out. Either that guy was a fucker or I was being a fucker or I was miserable in my own self and was insecure and X, Y, and Z. So I was nowhere near ready for a relationship at those stages of my life because I was still trying to figure out who I am. And how do you get there? How do you do the work on yourself to prepare for that person if that's the goal you have? Or how do you do the work for yourself purely for you? I know people talk about loving yourself first before someone can love you all the time. So how do you get there? I think one thing that we need to do is stop seeking validation through men and overly edited pictures on social media. You have to find it within yourself first. And then any other external validation will just be a bonus and hold way less meaning. It's okay to get butterflies when a boy calls you beautiful, but that also shouldn't be the only time you feel beautiful. You should know that you are a hot ass bitch through and through and him saying that is just, you know, a fun little bonus, a fun little reminder of something that you already know to be true. And what is your self-worth? Do you even know? Have you ever thought about it and really gotten specific with it? Write it all down. What makes you unbelievably lovable and unique and different than every other girl out there and perfect and sexy and just like a fucking goddess? Brag on yourself. Pretend you're hyping up your best friend and then read it over and over and over again until you believe it and write down what you can bring to a relationship how you want to love someone else and all of those amazing ways that you can do that or maybe you don't even like the girl that you see in the mirror I can't really tell you what's going on in your life and in your mind but self-love is such a huge piece of the puzzle to your happiness this is when you have all of that alone time to dive deep within yourself and really make yourself a priority because two half people just don't make a whole person and I think that kind of dependence will always leave you feeling unfulfilled in love and in life. And speaking of alone time, fucking cherish that. You don't get that back. And my married friends tell me that all the time. Like they miss those moments of quiet and aloneness. And of course you can still get moments of that anytime you want in any walk of life that you're in. But when you're single, that is just all readily available to you. All of that alone time is yours for the taking whenever you want. That stillness that comes with being totally alone with only you and your thoughts and your desires. Take this time to do things that scare you, which for a lot of people I know means trying things alone. Immerse yourself in that stillness and that feeling of aloneness and learn to find comfort in it. And I think that just really comes with repetition and continuously putting yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable. Fall in love with the time spent with yourself and romanticize it because when you do things alone, you get to fill your time and space with whatever and whoever you want. When you put yourself out there in that way and do things alone and then get to triumph in either getting more comfortable in those things or less 
scared spending time by yourself. And that validation, when you meet people for the first time and make friendships and relationships, and you can look at yourself in the mirror and know that you're being genuinely yourself and you accept yourself, is so much better validation than some random man saying you have a fat ass. And we could talk more about solitude and traveling alone and those kinds of things because I've done lots of that and have plenty of advice in that arena. You will never, ever get back this season of your life of being single. And you will wish later down the line when inevitably one day you find the person you're supposed to be with, your amazing sexy soulmate that's probably super busy right now working really hard. And that's why you haven't met him yet because he's saving up money to buy you a mansion and provide for you and your family. Or my future husband is probably like wandering around barefoot in the mountains doing ayahuasca. I don't even know what the fuck. Um, But anyways, don't let me get on a tangent here. Don't waste your singleness wishing you weren't single. That is such a waste of time. And of course, like I have moments where I'm like, fuck, like, you know, it's a Friday night. I don't really want to go out, but I don't want to just lay in bed and do nothing by myself. And I'm like, oh, I wish I like had, you know, a guy to just like go over to his house and like watch a movie with and just do nothing together. So of course, yes, there's going to be moments and there's going to be times when you're going to be sad and that's fine. But do not waste your entire singleness spent wishing you weren't single. That is such a waste of motherfucking time. Also, and I know so many people have made the same mistake. Don't label this period of your life, this season of singleness as an idle period, a waiting game. Don't wait. Do not wait for this fictitious future boyfriend, husband, girlfriend, partner, whatever it is. Do not wait to go on all these trips and adventures and to start your life for them. Do everything that you want to do. Be a yes man. Be selfish. That is the theme of this episode. Being selfish. It is my favorite thing ever, favorite concept. And yes, I think it does get a bad rap, but sexy girls are selfish girls. And I'll explain further. Selfishness is purely about putting yourself first. And that doesn't mean that you get to just like completely disregard everyone in your life. I mean, you totally can, but that would just make you a huge bitch. Um, Respectfully put yourself first because this is the only time in your life, especially post-college when you're like in this weird limbo made up world of your 20s where you have full autonomy of your life. You pay your own bills, probably. If you still live on your parents' dime, good for fucking you, but my parents kicked me off immediately. You pay your own bills. You are independent. You live in a city, maybe away from your parents, or at least you're not living in your parents' home. So you're living on your own with roommates, whatever. You are single without a man relying on you. No kids tugging on your titties for breakfast. It's literally just you and your friends, but you. And that is just so freeing to me. And that is the chapter of my life that I'm still in. Shift your mindset rather than focusing on that feeling of loneliness, which I know is very real and very heavy. Try to focus on this feeling of freedom, of nothing at all tying you down, nothing at all holding you back, and the world being your motherfucking oyster. But it's literally just you. And like, yes, you have your job and you have other things that you're responsible for. And you have like responsibilities, but not real responsibilities. And all the choices you make are fully your own. They only affect you. And that is just like the most beautiful thing in the world. And life as you know it is so moldable. Like you can wake up tomorrow and reinvent yourself, change the way you talk, change the way you dress, get a haircut, move to another city. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Everything's interchangeable. You make the decisions on who you spend your time with. You make the decisions on what you do. You accept someone in your life. You reject someone in your life. You can do and be literally whoever the fuck you want. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. And when I think of myself, who I was when I graduated college versus now, completely different person. Of course, there's still remnants of me, but in college, I was just like a sheep in a herd and I was a fun sheep in a herd and I blocked out every weekend and had a lot of friends and had the best fucking time, but I wasn't like, I didn't have my individualism like I do now. And you don't have to like check with someone or make sure that it's okay with someone before you do something or make decisions or go on a trip. So take advantage of that. And same with money. I mean, I know we all are in different monetary situations. I have gone 
from having so much fucking money to having literally no money in my bank account. Owning a business is such a roller coaster. Also, another thing for another podcast, but like, you don't share your finances with anyone. There's no shared bank accounts. There's no one you have to check in with on what you're spending. And I am the last person to be giving budgeting advice. So please take anything I say with a grain of salt. But you really do get to spend the money that you make on whatever you want. No one else has any say in it. And if you die tomorrow and you have all this money laying around, then what the fuck is the point? Like, you can save money later. We're young. Money isn't real. Okay, I guess it is kind of real, which I've unfortunately learned. But really also, it's not. And it's literally just a social construct. And right now, it's still yours and yours only to play with and be as responsible or irresponsible as your heart desires. Like I said earlier, be a yes man. Do too much. Make people wonder, like, what the fuck is she doing? And also being single you get invited to a lot more things like guys will invite you to a lot more things and my friend and I were talking about that during quarantine because we got invited on like random beach trips and like all these things and I promise if we had boyfriends we would not have been invited which you know read into that how you want but I don't give a fuck I'll take a invite to a cool trip any day so not only are you really getting to take this time to focus on yourself but you also really get to focus on your friendships all that time that would be spent with a boyfriend or a significant other is now just free time spend that focusing and pouring into your friendships When you're in college, literally everyone is friends with everyone. You have your sorority friends, your dorm and apartment friends, maybe friends in your major and in your classes, bar friends that you see all the time and get fucked up with that you really know nothing about, but somehow are your friends. You have a million friends, but then you graduate college and everyone moves away and you're not going to magically just stay close to all of those friends with no outputted energy. You have to go out of your way to be close to people. And when you're single, you have so much extra time and love and energy to pour into all of those people. My boyfriend and I broke up right after I graduated and since then not only have I spent so much time cultivating and watering those friendships with my ride or die best friends but I've also spent time and money and really inconvenienced myself to explore and grow friendships that were once super casual bar friends that I was just taking Vegas bombs with that have now grown into these really deep, meaningful bonds. Platonic love is, ugh, it's so good. That friendship love, it's so unconditional. And without a boyfriend, I've also had the freedom to visit and create relationships with so many of my guy friends that yes, even though so many people don't believe me, really are platonic. And I don't think I'd be able to have those friendships with a boyfriend. And I also don't know where I'd be without those boys in my life. probably be in my freaking wedding unless we get too old and one of our marriage packs comes to fruition because I think I have a marriage pact with every single one of my guy friends but I feel like we just keep pushing it farther and farther back into the future as we get older (laughs) but friendships are literally forever and we can do a whole podcast episode about friends if you want because friends can be so challenging and ever growing and changing in your 20s and they've been there for me when those random men have come and gone from my life so not only one day will I meet my sexy soulmate and live happily ever after but I'll also have friends to enjoy that phase of life with and celebrate with. And on that same token of really enjoying those friends and your single stage and leaning on them, cherish having roommates. Enjoy it all, the late night dance parties and the wine nights and crying and laughing and getting in stupid fights and drunkenly eating pizza off of your floor and the laughs and all the annoying roommate things, everything. Because once you move in with that person that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with, that's your roommate. Smelly feet and farts and leaving the toilet 
toilet seat up with pee on the rim and pubes all over the fucking sink, that's what you get. Well, amongst all the obvious amazing things about living with a guy like unlimited sex and so I'm gonna spoon you at night, but having roommates is such a fun phase of life. So really be present in that because that's not something you can go back and experience again either. So yeah, and that's it. I'm done talking. That's all I have. I made all the points that I came here to make and hopefully did it well. If you're still listening, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. It means so much that you're listening and that you're here. Please tell all your friends. Please follow us at Raw Intentions Podcast on Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and like and review us and leave us five stars if you think we deserve it. And let me know what y'all thought. I had an objective going into the episode of what I wanted y'all to take away and I would be super interested especially since I'm still starting out if y'all found this valuable what value you took from it and yeah just your overall thoughts so thanks so much again and I'll see y'all next week